When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 266, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says God has a Cinderella story waiting for us all. And joining me on today's show is Amanda Schinkenberger. She is from At Move the Mountains and she provides Bible journaling goods and helps women dive deep into God's word creatively. Amanda loves providing artistic inspiration as well as practical tools to help women of faith dig into scripture so they can be transformed from the inside out. Above all, Amanda's mission is to refresh and awaken the hearts of women of God to see us move in power, in love and great kindness that changes the world. Now on today's show, Amanda's going to share God often gives you a direction to go in life, but not the step-by-step details. If only he would do that. And so often she has found in her walk of faith and business that God will say, go that way, but he won't act like a Google Maps for her. So often she's also felt like the odds are stacked against her in business and that she has no clue what she's doing, but that's when God can step in and use stories for his glory. And she's very open about her shortcomings and how the Lord has grown her and changed her and how people are always encouraged by that vulnerability. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much. I think I was as I was reading the introduction and the things that you were going to talk about today, I think there were a lot of heads nodding because we can all relate to that. I mean, if only God would give a step by step and then go and do this and then do this and I'm going to be here, it would be wonderful. But as we know in the Bible, it says our walk is via faith. Uh, and not by sight. So just share with us, I always love giving my guests an opportunity to share briefly how they came to be in business. Yours is, of course, at Move the Mountains. How did that come to be? Well, it came to be under a really big failure. (laughs) I started a hobby-based business um, from home. I had a small child. I wanted to help my family financially. And I kind of asked God, can I do this card making thing? And it was terrible. But through it, he taught me a lot of well-learned business lessons that I needed to know Mm. so that what he really wanted to give me would thrive and succeed. And so I guess I I think it might have been the end of 2014. He started telling me there's something more for you that I've got. You just got to dig for it. So that's 
it started on the failure of something not very pretty yeah. and that's okay. <laughs> I love that you are being vulnerable and sharing that because you know something that has become very apparent to me I have another podcast called Women in Leadership and a lot of studies even confirm that with women in business we are the fastest growing sector across the globe actually and so in women in business however one of the very uh, key things that is often very apparent is that women in business are uh, afraid of failing so the fear of failure and they have a lack of self-confidence that they have what it even takes to grow a business. Now, of course, as we know, with a kingdom-focused business that glorifies God in every way, there are things that we need to know. There are still risks and, and things that we need to do, yet uh, it's very difficult for us to grow kingdom businesses if we're not out there taking risks and also failing because I think, and I'm sure you can look back now, on the lessons that you learned and the insights, you're now using those failures as opportunities to learn and grow from them. And you can make better choices, do better things because you've gone through that experience. Is that something that you found to be true now in this at Move the Mountains? Yes, that is absolutely 100% true. And I try to live with like no regrets. Yes. And so I feel like because I've moved forward and I've listened to God, even though I failed, I wouldn't take those things back because mm -hmm. my success is built upon them. Yeah. And so I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about God often giving us a direction. So someone may be listening or watching today or the recording and feel called to start a business or maybe have been in business for a while. You know that saying, I was an overnight success, a 20 year or 10 year or a five year, whatever it is, overnight success. It's all of those building blocks and the character that he's been able to shape in us we would love to have a step-by-step -step details of what God wants us to do, but we have to walk in faith. What would you say then through the lessons that you've learned, if someone is listening and watching today and is in that season of struggle, what is the greatest insights you want to share to help them stay strong and stay focused and stay true to what they've been called to do? I would just, I would say number one is to seek the wisdom of God. Um, I look back over this time, this past three years of growing Move the Mountains, and I can honestly say that when God said, you know, to jump, I jumped. When he said to run, I ran. He told me to stop, and I had a little bit of a harder time with that one. <laughs> but eventually I got the message, and I slowed down, and I stopped. Um, and I just, I got that from pressing in and seeking mm -hmm. his wisdom, and um, spending time in prayer and uh, obviously with the Bible journaling, I'm a very creative person. Mm. And so I get lots of pictures from him. And so um, whatever, however it is that you hear from God, I would press in in prayer mm. and ask him for wisdom because James 1 tells us if you ask for wisdom, he will give it generously. He's That's something he loves to do. And so I would just say press in with prayer, ask for wisdom and insight. Um, and obey, yeah. which can be a hard one, yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, uh, something I shared in the previous interview that we were doing, and we were talking about how so many of us who are in business, we are driven, we love to take action, we kind of have an idea on what we're, what we're wanting to achieve, 
And that is often when God says, hang on a moment, you're relying too much on your own strength. If you have a look back to some of the decisions that you made previously, can you also see that a lot of those areas and decisions you made, you didn't really take to bear? I know I, I certainly be the, the first to admit that I was like that as well. And that's often when God kind of steps back and says, I need to wait till you wholly and solely look to me and my strength so that you don't really see and, and that, hey, I'm doing this all on my own. Has that been true for you as well? Oh, absolutely. Even just this summer, I felt like that was a big lesson that I learned. I did a Bible study in Romans with a lot of ladies and just the idea that I can't be righteous on my own. Like it has to be given to me through Jesus Christ. I was like, wait, hold on a minute. I can't earn that. Like no matter what. <laughs> and so that was like a big like explosion in my head. I was like, oh, I really need Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe I'm starting to get it because I am also a very self-motivated person and in my own strength, I can do a lot, but in, God can just do so much more and miraculously. And so I have learned that lesson well this year. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, something that I love about journaling and, and just spending the time, it often will slow you down to the point that you do um, allow yourself that breathing room to be able to just sit still. And I know for many of us, we want to rush ahead. We've got our day planned out. So what are the things that are you noticing? Because we're told in the Bible to, to have that stillness, you know, with the Lord. What are some things that you've noticed when you do take time to journal and, and maybe even, you know, dive deeper into some of those verses that often we may just skim over. Yeah, I know that one. But when we sit with it and ask the Holy Spirit, give me some, some even deeper wisdom and insights into what this verse means and how I can move it forward. What are the things, some of the things you've noticed in your life and, and of course, your business? Um, when I sit down to journal, God just really surprises me. I find that he'll ask me questions. Um, a few weeks ago, I was writing about what my week um, was going to look like. And he asked me, what would you like your week to look like? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, what would I like my week to look like? <laughs> <laughs> and so he asked me questions and he gives me ideas. Um, like you were saying before, we have our we have a tendency to go ahead and do things on our own. And mm -hmm. I have been working on my Christmas product line and I wanted to do that back in like May. Yeah. And he gave me a whole different direction. And I'm so thankful he did. Um, but I find that he really surprises me in that journaling time when I sit and I listen. Um, I ask him questions. I write out my feelings. And he he surprises me in a good way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so interesting uh, when I hear yourself and, of course, a lot of guests talking about how they do sit down and God gives them direction and, and there's things that perhaps you hearing or seeing or reading through, through you know, you're diving into the word that you think, that's, I would never have thought that. However, through faith, you've taken those action steps and you've achieved things that you never even would have dreamed of had you gone down the path on, on your own. Sometimes we also say, I, I ask God, but I don't hear him. Do you think that sometimes it's because we're expecting God to speak to us in the framework or what we've allowed him to speak. And, and sometimes he's saying, well, you're asking me, but I want you to sit quietly or whatever it is. It's not on our terms, but his terms. Have you found that as well? 
Yes, I have. I found that when I try to do those sort of things um, and plan, I'm a big planner. I love planning. (laughs) And so when I move forward with the plan that I've made and I'm like, God, what do you think about this? He is often quiet because um, that is my plan, not necessarily Mm. his. And um, I think you're absolutely right that we try to put God like in a box and we're like, okay, God, answer the questions in this box. And he's like, Mm. we're talking about something over there. That's what we should be talking about. Yeah. Like I've got five minutes, Lord, just brainstorm with me right now. I'm here (laughs) waiting. That often does not not happen. But I think it's it's important that our whole approach and mindset really puts him first uh, and not try and, you know, use his infinite power and wisdom which we know he has to be able to you know our will that we have for our business we 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 need to have our will be shaped to his will and and of course what he wants what are some key bible verses in that whole you know walking of faith in your business that god says go that way but he doesn't act like a google maps are there some verses that in the moment that you still knew that you're in the right direction but kind of hoping and praying that this was the right direction. Were there any go-to Bible verses that you that you continue to use just to, to hold that faith? Yes, there's, there are a couple. One verse that um, helps me keep going when I'm not 100%, when I'm not sure, or maybe when I'm feeling overwhelmed or tired mm-hmm. or like, I don't want to do this anymore, God. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, which says, look carefully then how you walk not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. And that really centers me like, okay, I do have a direction. I have a mission. Some people, if I don't get out of bed, there's going to be some people who miss the Jesus boat. Mm. And I need to treat that seriously and soberly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, hey, maybe I want to get some extra sleep, but I need to get out of bed because God's counting on me. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, often when we are in those situations, it's so important that we look and turn to the Bible because so often we can look at other principles, business principles, which are really great. However, if we often leave God or if we leave God, not often, when we leave God out of the equation and don't seek him first and what he wants, then we could end us end up going for years aimlessly wandering. Um, but he's always impatient for giving God, which is, is good, of course. Now, one of the things that you want to speak into is the fact that you have felt at times that the odds are stacked against you in business and you have no clue. We've already touched on that already slightly, but that's when God can step in and use stories for his glory. What were some of those stories that he used for his glory with your business? Well, one that I love to tell, it's my favorite. It's like, it just get it like excites me when I share it. And that was God asked me to start a business um, when I had no business experience. I didn't even take a college class on it. I opted out of a business <laughs> class. So I had no idea about a uh, business. And he asked me to start it online. I had no idea how to build a website oh, by the way, this business is supposed to be about art and I had no idea how to draw. And so I'm like, okay, that's three strikes, God, what are you doing? Um, And he is just so faithful. He came alongside me 
And he gave me a lot of business resources that really helped me thrive and gave me the information that I didn't know that I didn't know. And then he showed me how to build a website through other resources. And then he just gave me this like a supernatural ability to learn drawing quickly and hand lettering. And it's so, it's so much fun to encourage other women to tell them that like, so many of us think we're not artistic, but we have the living God of like the universe who created everything on the inside of us. There is a spark of creativity. And um, when I share my story, they're like, oh, maybe there is a possibility for me. So yeah, that was one of the big ones. Yeah, I love that. And how often have I sat speaking with people such as yourself who have shared their stories where when they have really felt God place a call on their life and say, you know, I really want you to go in that direction, like writing a book. And now someone has written multiple books and she'd never put pen to paper or keys to keyboard prior. And it's almost as if God is, it's like, seriously, are you having a laugh? Because, but he, he, <laughs> he knows how he's knitted you. And, and I think what's really important is that if we take that step of faith, he is going to meet us there with more resources and support than we could ever uh, know as possible. And it's almost, well, it is really, what are you going to do with that? And he's watching and, and, and waiting to see. What would you say to someone who is in the season of his or her life that is just about ready to make that step? Or thinking, you know what, God's calling me in a certain area and I have no idea what I'm, I'm doing. What insights would you want to share with them today? Well, I would want to share that most of us have no idea what we're doing, so it's okay. <laughs> we just smile like, oh, I think this looks good. It's good, right, God? Yeah. Um, so you're not alone <laughs> that if you're feeling like you don't uh, don't know what you're doing. Um, but like my business is, is move the mountains. God mm-hmm. can move mountains whether they're spiritual or emotional or based on knowledge god is a mountain mover and he does it through your faith all you have to do is trust in his ability mm-hmm. not in your own and those mountains will move yeah you know as you were saying that and as i'm reading it again it moved the mountains i'm sure there are times when uh you are in maybe in those moments of, of doubt or hesitation that god kind of nudges you and says amanda you do know that your business is called Move the Mountains. So how is that indecision, you know? Come on now. And I, I love that. It, it certainly is a great reminder that we don't need to know uh, what's going to happen. We just need to take that step of faith and he certainly will meet us uh, at the next step with more than what we need. And you know what? Sometimes I think if you look back to when you first started your business, and the things that you're doing now, the decisions you're having to make, the, the clients that you're working with, it's taken time to, to grow, to develop that self-confidence and that confidence that we can only ever get through in and through him, that had you had clients that came to you or projects or whatever it is, right back when you started, you probably wouldn't have been at the capacity to be able to manage and deliver in that area. Is that true as well? That's absolutely true. Um, I do a lot of teaching, and while I feel like I am a natural teacher, God just has put that in me, um, there are so many fine-tuned things that he's taught me in these last three years that really help me to write teaching that speaks to people and Mm. gives them practical steps. 
and so I, you're absolutely right. I didn't, I wouldn't have had the capacity to help them yeah. at that point. Yeah, I think sometimes too. I mean, women will often look at what other women are doing. Men probably is as well, but I think women really um, get get stuck into into the cycle. We'll look at what other people are doing or where she is in her business. And we'll assume that when we launch something or do something and it doesn't quite work out, that it has something to do with us, which not an, at all. We just haven't walked the journey and the years and then maybe even years and years of work that she's put into it and, and faith and in her journey. And so we need to really just trust the process and allow God to continue to work because we're so much in a rush, aren't we, to whatever achievement and, and goals that we're trying uh, obviously to work towards. When we're talking about uh, the shortcomings then, because I think this is very important and, and relevant to this topic, it, it, it's not the fact that we can't build a business, but we're just growing. Some of the shortcomings or things that perhaps you weren't, didn't know and you weren't able to do years ago, you probably have nailed now and, and that's something that you quite do um, easily, but it wouldn't have grown had you not given you know, had had you not given yourself the time to develop and grow in the area. Speak a little bit more about that because I think as women we so often expect I'm doing it once and it'll be all successful when sometimes it's do it again and again and again and again. Tweak things, obviously, if you need to, but it can take multiple times, can't it? Mm -hmm. It absolutely can. Um, last year was the first time I launched like an online course and it was tough and like there was sweat and blood and tears that went into that and there was pretty much crickets <laughs> and I was so disappointed after all of the hard work but God just kept assuring me that I did what I was supposed to do I answered his call I took the steps I was supposed to take and um now that I'm I'm I finished writing another course and I'm in the process of editing the film right now I have thought to myself so many times like this course is so much better because I've gone through this process before. Yeah. I know how to serve my customers better yeah. and I know what they need to grow in, um, in a teaching capacity. Yeah. And it a really, your knowledge really does compound and build yeah. upon it each other I totally agree yeah so so true I have a, a saying and I, I think I've shared it a couple of times on different uh, shows is that what's worse when you than launching a course or a program and no one signing up and that's one person signing up particularly if it's a you know a six or an eight week course and you're delivering some of that content live I've been there and done that whereas on a webinar where no one could see and I said well I'm going to choose someone if no one puts up their hand uh, I wonder if that person ever got knowledge but you know what you run that because there's things and feedback that you get and feedback even if no one signs that you've said, you know, you've tweaked and you've this, and you do each and every time. And I've spoken to people who have launched and they've launched with two people and then seven people and then, you know, 12 people and they've just consistently improved and they said, you know, and now we've got, we launch it and there's, you know, dozens and dozens in, enrolling. It's one of those things. We just stay strong, stay true, lean into him and uh, we certainly will will find that um, our labour will grow fruit. What would you say to someone who is in that struggle that maybe has launched a course and hasn't had anyone enrol? Because that's about the time that you can really go, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving this 
I'm leaving this train. What would you say to her or him? Peace out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I would definitely, I would definitely say like, get yourself still with the Lord. You know, and sometimes we can listen to him and we still miss some things mm. and that's okay. He's a gracious God. He can redeem the time. Um, I would just get into his presence and let him speak over you just as his daughter mm. and like who you are in him. And then once you're solider than that, you know, go back and say, God, okay, what about this course? What, mm. what happened? Can you help me have some insight on this? Because he, there'll be things he does want to share with you um, that maybe you didn't see before, but definitely he will want you to grow from it. So mm. I would say establish yourself and your identity in him as a daughter and then ask him some questions about what happened. Yeah, fantastic. So, so true. If I look back to, and I and we could probably compare lots of different failures and things, every single failure celebrate because you can learn from that if you're willing to, to dive deep and, and learn from those insights. But there's things that I might have launched or used, you know, years ago that I'm reinventing and now using. And sometimes it's because it's ahead of its time and God said, I just need it to to um, just put it on hold for a moment because I need you to, to shape different character or whatever it is, and then you can pick that up. We just don't know what God has in plan or, or in store for us. So share with us, Amanda, how can we find out more? Uh, what's the best way to connect with you for people who are listening and watching and want to reach out and say hi? Well, if they want to connect with me, I have, um, I'm pretty interactive on Instagram. I like Insta stories and I post in my feed quite a few times a week. Um, I do share some pictures of some pretty cute little boys, if you mm. like little kids. Uh -huh. um, so I would say uh, Instagram is a great place, which I'm just at Move the Mountains. Yeah, fabulous. And we'll put those links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE266. One of the things that I'm doing, Amanda, for all of my guests is just to finish off with a bird of prayer. May I do that for you today? I would love that. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Amanda today and the insights that she shared that even though we may um, have plans and we've leaned into you and things don't work out as, as, as we had hoped, that Lord, not to give up, but rather to remain true to what you're saying, lean in, ask for your insights and you can certainly support us. Father, we just want to uphold Amanda and the work that she is doing, the projects that she's working on, the programs and courses that Lord um, as she continues to build and grow and launch those that her ideal client will find them and really grow and learn and be blessed through going through those programs father we just want to pray also for her family we continue to bless them as well father we just want to also pray for everyone who is listening and watching today if they have gone through struggles will you through the power of the Holy Spirit renew their commitment that um, you know the the strength that they get through leaning into you and taking that step with faith that you can support them and uh, certainly bless them in ways that they never would have thought were possible. Father, we just want to thank you for, for um, how much you love us and we ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Man. Thank you so much for coming on the show and reminding us that, you know, even in our struggles and our failures, there are so many blessings on the other side of that and we can continue to learn and grow because ultimately if we're not out there sharing our message or even the next iteration or the next iteration of our product or, or course, then our ideal client who needs to hear our message is not, is going to continue to struggle and I think that that often um, is 
is what keeps us getting up every morning saying, Lord, I know that you've got a message that you want me to share that glorifies you and, and supports someone that needs to hear that. So thank you for encouraging us today with that message. I'm so happy to. Thank you for having me on the show, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.